Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to another episode of an American F1. It is USGP weekend, and boy, am I excited, man. We are going to the circuit of the Americas, you know, and in terms of tracks, I mean, yes, I'm going to be biased here, but circuit of the Americas, to me, is one of our best tracks on the F1 calendar. I mean, I think that there have been many a good race at Circuit of the Americas. I think it is a solid track, one that has had great racing and honestly very underrated. I think it gets a lot of hate for its layout. You know, it's not exactly the most scenic of tracks. It has big runoff areas, so I think in that respect... It does get a lot of hate. But in terms of the racing, I mean, I've seen F1 there. I've seen um, NASCAR there. Not in person, but obviously on TV because I live kind of far from there. But the racing I've seen there has been quite good. So I think this is a great track to see some racing. I think we're going to have another solid race. And, you know, the layout of it, too, I like I like how it kind of has those windy sections, some high-speed sections, some low-speed sections. I think, I really think it is a nicely constructed track, and it's got a little bit of everything. But going into this race weekend, right, I think we're in for an interesting race weekend. I think that, you know, Red Bull is probably going to have their dominance again. But there's a lot of news going on with a lot of the big teams. One of the biggest news stories which I think is going to break this morning it's going to be announced this morning Haas Haas Racing which as we know Haas is still at the center of a driver search they're still debating whether they want um whether they want to have either Mick Schumacher or they're going to go with a Nico Hulkenberg or maybe a long shot Daniel Ricciardo I don't think that's going to happen but very interesting to see what's going to happen with Haas and as they are searching for a new driver. But in another sense, right, Haas, one of these teams that have long been struggling financially, have long been struggling to keep up with the rigors of F1 in terms of financial spending, might be getting a new title sponsor or is getting a new title sponsor apparently today that they're slated to announce which this is huge because Haas has been in F1 and has managed to survive it really is incredible that Haas has been able to do with what they've had for so long I mean this is a team that came to fruition in 2016 oh 2014 actually sorry Came to fruition in 2014, right? And they have managed to... Well, they were founded in 2014, made their debut in 2016, right? So they have managed to hold on through COVID, through an absolute trash year last year. Have started to rebuild that team. And for this team to survive six years in Formula One... With what they've had and what they've truly 
when you think about what they've had and what they've been able to do, it is quite incredible that they are still in F1 and that they are still continuing this goal. And now they are slated to get... <coughs> Sorry, I just need the bedtime values. They are slated to get a title sponsor. This is incredible news. This can help them big time financially. And they might be a team that is on the rise. So definitely very interesting to see what is going to happen with Haas this morning and who that title sponsor will end up being. And I think that's incredible for the fledging American team that has seen the highest of highs and the lowest of lows in their six years here. I think it truly is incredible. And I'm hoping that this brings some great vibes to Haas F1, you know, in terms of being able to succeed. We have some other interesting developments, obviously, this weekend. I mean, what can we say about the championship battle? Probably, like, the biggest question surrounding the championship, obviously, is this idea of the cost cap, right? So our current championship leaders in both the world constructors and drivers and the winner of last year's driver's championship is... Red Bull Racing and Max Verstappen. The, I guess you could say dagger looming over Formula One is the cost cap. And as we know with the recent FIA report, it was reported that Red Bull has overspent the cost cap by what is called a minor breach, which could be in reality up to $5 million, which is not minor when you consider what that can bring. You know, it's been reported that that is at least an upgrade or two. So, yeah, while it's labeled a minor cost cap, it could have had a minor cost cap breach. That could have significant ramifications on the championship battle. So, this is one of those things that have really, we haven't heard much from as the race weekend has continued, as we've gone into this U.S. Grand Prix, and frankly, after the U.S. Um, sorry, after the FIA report, right? So there have been a lot of quotes on this. A lot of team principals have mentioned things. I think one of the biggest mentions has been from Zach Brown, who said, "Listen, Zach Brown came up with this whole letter in terms of." what needs to be done when there is a cost cap breach. And it's quite clear. And I don't think that... I don't think that it's wrong for someone like Zach Brown to say that the cost cap should be strictly enforced. I think there does need to be Uh, I think there does need to be some kind of clear penalty. And that penalty needs to impact the teams. Either if you overspent by $5 million, you shouldn't be able to use that $5 million next year. You should lose, at the very least, Constructors points. I don't think they're going to take Max's championship away. I don't think they will take any of his two championships away. But why not? 
take away their constructors championship that is taking away a constructors or even taking away a significant amount of constructors points we're talking millions of dollars million millions of expected dollars that the team is going to lose and i think that is justifiable considering the penalty but it's clear that f1 needs to do something because when they introduced this cost cap the whole point of it was to give more equality to the competition right give more equity allow these fledging teams the chance to compete with the big guys the chance to compete with the big teams and frankly if f1 does nothing it shows they don't really care about that cost cap that that cost cap is really insignificant that they made this regulation and it's meaningless you know if red bull can overspend by five seven million and get a slap on the wrist who's to say mercedes can't do the same thing and if i were mercedes i would if I see Red Bull get a slap on the wrist for overspending their cost cap, I would do the exact same thing. If I'm a Williams, if I'm a McLaren, and I have that money available to spend, why not do it? Why not take that risk, pay that fine, and still get my Constructors Championship and World Drivers Championship? Now, of course, the person in the mix of all of this, that is going to get ripped and he doesn't deserve is Max Verstappen. Listen, this is as much as you you might be a Mercedes fan, you might be a Lewis Hamilton fan, as much as you want to be a fan of those guys in that team. You cannot pin this on Max Verstappen. And a lot of people do. Not that they do, but they 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 use this as an excuse to Take away the credibility of Max Verstappen's driving, which is not the case. This is not a Max issue. Abu Dhabi wasn't even a Max issue. This is a Red Bull issue. Abu Dhabi was a race director issue. And I agree, Max shouldn't have won in 2021. But it's not any fault due to his driving. He did what... He had to do as a driver in Abu Dhabi. He did what he had to do as a driver this year. And frankly, Ferrari at the same time threw away a lot of the races as well. This should have been a lot closer of a championship. But the bigger issue is Red Bull and their spending. That is where we got to focus on. And the FIA needs to do something. They need to punish them. I really... And for taking away constructors points. Not allowing the team to spend that amount of money next year. There needs to be a significant penalty. Because otherwise, this whole thing about making F1 more competitive. Giving some equity to the smaller guys. Like a Haas, like a Williams. Is moot. You ruin the whole point of your cost cap. If you put a slap on the wrist to Red Bull. So that's my opinion on that. That... That has to be taken seriously. That has to be something that is done. And it needs to be taken care of. So that's one of these things that are really going to be looming over us until we know the penalty. This is going to be talked about week in, week out. 
And I know things have been quiet right now, but I expect them to ramp up again as the end of the season gets closer, as we get closer to Abu Dhabi. But anyway, trying to enjoy my U.S. Grand Prix weekend. I'm very excited. We got some, you know, teams kind of, right? Our midfield battle is actually really close. And this is really the thing to keep an eye on this race weekend because when you're looking at the standings, I mean, there is so much. And like I said, right, you're talking from fourth basically down to eighth in the constructors. We're talking millions of dollars here. And the fact is Alpine is a team on the rise. They've been outperforming McLaren consistently. We have really, it's there really is the battle for fourth and fifth between Alpine and McLaren. That's kind of been all year. And then we have like sixth through ninth between Alfa Romeo, Aston Martin, Haas, and Alfa Tauri. Those sixth through ninth positions, which again represent millions of dollars in prize money, can fluctuate with one or two good races. So easily. They are that close. I mean, we're talking about a, at the most, oh, I gotta do math here, 52. 12. We're talking like a 26 point difference. So there's still a lot of fluctuation that can happen there. And, you know, some teams that have been putting in great performances as of late, such as Aston Martin, who's to say they can't overtake Alfa Romeo, who has had a great season, but as of late, Alfa Romeo has just been like flat out trash. They haven't really had much to talk about in the last couple of races. But yeah, that Alpine-McLaren battle is definitely very interesting. Like I said, I think Alpine... I've been high on Alpine all year. And they clearly are the best of the rest, I think. The one cool thing about the Alpine is it's such a fast car. And they have a good driver lineup. They probably have, arguably, right? If you're thinking driver lineups... You got to rank Alpine easily in the top tier of driver lineups this year. I mean, Esteban Ocon is a consistent, good driver. Fernando Alonso is Fernando Alonso. I mean, I think they rank near the top of driver pairings. I mean, there are a lot of great driver pairings, pairings, pairings this year. And I really honestly think that they are one of the top. And it shows. It shows in Alpine's performance. When that Alpine is reliable, it's good. And McLaren is a team that's struggling. They they really haven't been spectacular as of late either. I mean, I know they were able to get some good performances as of late thanks to, you know, some little bit of luck, but it's okay. They had some good performances at Japan. You know, we managed to see oh no, actually Japan was horrible. Well not Japan, I'm thinking Singapore. Singapore, they had a decent performance. Daniel Ricciardo finally finished in the top 10 like for the first time in forever or what feels like for the first time in forever. Lando Norris took fourth. But then, like, you know, they kind of fell off at Japan. So it's it's very – and, you know, Singapore was a unique race. But, yeah, I think it's, I think it's interesting to see who's going to come out on top of that McLaren-Alpine battle because I think there's a lot of potential in that battle. And I think it's very interesting to see – What's going to happen? And then, you know, those bottom tier teams, really, I think a lot of them are getting suited for next year. And 
there's a lot of question marks still with some of those teams like Williams, like Haas. What are they going to be next year? What is that going to look like? Williams, again, I think is one of the most interesting teams on the grid. I really, you know, it's really a shame how far off Williams has kind of been this year. I know they've had, obviously, some points performances with Alex Albon and Nick DeVries and Latifi finally getting the points. But I think it's kind of interesting to see how off they were. I really thought this was a team that was going to be better this year. And they really are, as the constructors would show, as you know, driver's points would show, they really are one of the worst teams this year. And I really thought, you know, I just thought that Williams was going to be a much better team, a much more consistent team. And uh, the lack of speed they've had, it's just incredible. The lack of, you know, that car just really, I don't know. It's just interesting to see that they really haven't performed as they should have. But, you know, it's kind of a home race for Williams as well, home race for Haas. You know, Williams really, you know, part of me really thinks that Williams is going for Logan Sargent. They have been really, really hammering the America thing lately. They they had a pop-up thing going on this week, and they had a whole American-themed delivery, which I know everybody gets pumped for the American race. You know, the Texas crowd sellout last year right shows you that the sport's getting popular here in the states and honestly it's pretty incredible that it can sell out like that i think again it goes to show you the venue too i mean it is in the middle of nowhere but at the same time great venue great racing consistently great racing and i think a lot of people enjoy seeing circuit of the americas but yeah williams definitely hammering home that american angle which makes me wonder are they trying to go for Logan Sargent? Is that something where, uh, is that something we're going to see? Which would obviously mean Mick is maybe out of a ride, unless I don't know. That's all a mess over there. That whole Haas Williams driver situation. But the top of the field, I you know, what's kind of unfortunate about this F one season is, I would say it's probably not the most entertaining which is okay and i blame ferrari for that but you know i'm thinking circuit of the americas is gonna be you know i was thinking the other day i was trying to think about i think i actually said maybe this is mercedes chance to shine my prediction is probably gonna be wrong now i'm gonna say no you know it probably isn't it's probably going to be a nice Red Bull win for Max Verstappen again. I mean, that Red Bull is simply just too good. We saw it at Japan the other day. I mean, that was absolute dominance. I just think it's too... Where are we going to see Red Bull falter? I don't I don't see where we can. Unless it's like, you know, when Mercedes dominated, there would be that chance at, like, Abu Dhabi where the season's over. So they're, like, you know, just driving around and someone else gets a chance at a victory. But... I don't know. I think that Red Bull is just too good. And I thought maybe the Circuit of the Americas with its unique track layout, especially that like slow sector three, but then you realize the Red Bull's just overall fast and can do everything better. So like I just don't see barring some kind of extreme thing, I really don't see a race that is quite different from what we've seen in the past. So I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to be boring here. 
My big prediction for this race weekend, my big bold prediction, we're going to get a Max Verstappen win, Charlotte Claire second. And you know what? I'm going to throw it off. I'm going to say we're going to get Lewis Hamilton third. I think we're going to see another podium performance from Lewis Hamilton. I think, I think he'll be feeling another podium performance there. I'm feeling good about Lewis. And I think Carlos and Checo are going to have a bad race for their respective teams. But yeah, that's what I'm expecting. I think my surprise of the race, I'm going to say it. My surprise of the race is going to be Mick Schumacher. I think this is a guy that needs a good performance. It's a Haas home race. And I think we're going to see a decent performance from Mick Schumacher. So now I probably just guaranteed that Mick is going to have either bad strategy or have a mechanical failure or something like that. And I probably just ruined the race for Max Verstappen, Charlotte Claire, and Lewis Hamilton. But nevertheless, really excited for Circuit of the Americas. Looking forward to a good Grand Prix. I'll talk to you guys on Sunday after the race for all the reaction, for all the news. Follow us on F1Idiots.com. Follow me on Twitter, at AmericanF1. And enjoy this great U.S. Grand Prix race weekend.